Hi everybody, welcome to the Vanquish Your Business Demons podcast. I'm Julia Stock and I'm joined once again by the fabulous Andrea Bristol this week. That you are, indeed. You've I'm got to change mid- your name on your... I'm still mid-name, I'm still mid-name. Changing you could hyphenate. Oh, I could hyphenate, couldn't I? Yeah, that is not the topic of this week's conversation, but you know. Well, it's kind of interesting because the topic of this week's conversation is called 37 Reasons Not To. Yeah. yeah. So we could apply that to 37 Reasons Why You're Not Changing Your Name. Oh, we could. There is a very specific financial reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But, but so, we won't because nobody... But we won't. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there are a couple of people who care about all the ins and outs of why, why you're not changing your name. <laughs> yeah, but there probably are. most people don't. <laughs> Indeed. What are we talking about, Julia? 37 reasons not to. It's why do people talk themselves out of opportunities, I suppose. Yeah. Including us. I mean, everybody does it. Yeah. Yeah, we all do it. Um, why do we talk ourselves out of having a good time why do we talk ourselves out of being successful with our business yeah um because of all of our reactions our choices they might not feel like choices in the moment yeah but they are choices yeah we can choose to do it differently we can so yeah yeah, 37 reasons not to Brilliant. And I'm normally only one reason too. Yeah. Which makes it very easy for us to justify why we're not going to that networking meeting. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. We're not doing the other. Yeah. It comes down to what, you know, is, is, are you choosing not to do something or making up excuses because of a fear of something? And what is that? Or, you know, what's, what's the underlying thing here? Or you could turn it on its head and say, well, you know, what if none of that happened and the amazing thing happened? And just go, yeah, go I mean, yeah. we're, we're evaluating all the time. Mm. Should I do this? Should I not do this? You're weighing up the pros and cons. Um, you know, should I go to that networking meeting? Mm. Yeah, it's the opportunity cost. If I don't do that, what will I do instead? And yeah. ultimately, which one is better for me and my life? Yeah. Because these aren't rational business decisions. <laughs> no, no, they're not. I mean, I have been known to, you know, to go into the talk about like going to a networking meeting. Yeah. And I have been lo- known to do my mother's old trick where you draw a line down the middle of the paper and you've got the pros on one side, the cons on the other side, and you list them out and you see which one wins. Because I've been I've, I've been in that situation where I think I really can't decide whether this is going to be a good I mean, if we're talking about a networking meeting, that is massively overthinking the problem. It really is. And you, that just, you either have... Me up, doesn't it? It sums me up, Julia. But you, you either have space in your diary at the time of the meeting... <laughs> Or you don't have space in your diary at the time of the meeting. And yeah. there's either somebody wildly exciting that you want to meet that might make yeah. you move some stuff around. Um, yeah. Or there isn't, at which point you're going to go, no, there's something in my diary. 
you either yeah. have a massive work deadline or you don't you know yeah these are all binary things mm. um you could say they come in an order but generally if you've got you know you look in your diary and go yeah i've got a gap then yeah then what have you got to lose Indeed. by turning up because yeah. if you stay at home you're definitely not going to meet anybody interesting that morning yeah um you're definitely not going to potentially create an opportunity for yourselves now yes if you go to the wrong one you will sit there and go that's two hours of my life i'm not getting back mm. um but then again it's up to us to put ourselves forward within those meetings uh, it is. and have those conversations and try and create a little bit of fairy dust out of absolutely yeah. nothing yeah and we've both done that right because i mean i i've seen i've been to places and i thought this isn't quite what i thought it was going to be this is not what i expected but i am going to get something from this and you ferret about and you work out how you're going to do that and and things come out of it like they they do i don't think i've i don't think i've ever been to anything where i haven't learned something haven't met someone haven't you know taken something really valuable from the experience um it's I, easy uh, to fail at that if you stick yourself in the corner mm, and don't talk to anybody yeah, um, and this definitely. would be one of the key reasons you know, one of the key 37 reasons, not two, is I don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel like a twazzock. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to look like Billy No Mates. Yeah. So a lot of it comes back to our wider insecurities that go back an awfully long way um, mm. as to why we're not putting ourselves forward in the first place. Um networking for some people is difficult yeah actually when we started networking for everybody was difficult oh yeah especially if I, you're going into a meeting with a lot of established friendships yeah. you absolutely do feel like billy no mates oh you do yeah i mean I, i'll never forget my first networking experience but those the three women i sat with eight years old we still talk we still friends we work together a bit sometimes you know I I was way out I felt way out of my depth you know I was pregnant and feeling a little bit poorly that day um yes. well, yeah which is why they took sympathy on you <laughs> yeah they did um and it was lovely of them um but I wasn't really showing so I could have said like I could have hidden that bit and just sort of sat quietly feeling a bit rough otherwise you know but I just said do you know what? I'm feeling a bit out of my depth. I've not done this before. I feel also feeling a little bit sick right now because, <laughs> and then, yeah, and that, that, you know, broke the ice and they'll, and they'll never forget that either because it was, it was hilarious. Andrea yeah. oversharing. <laughs> yes. Yet again. <laughs> but you, you were being your authentic self, darling. I was being my authentic self. Yeah, indeed yes. I was. <laughs> Uh, so yeah networking is one of the things we talk ourselves out of investing mm. in our business is another one yeah um we don't have the money 
okay but you can potentially move things around in yeah. order to create the budget in order to invest yeah i think that's something that you're you and bill are very good at um like helping people see where you can move things about and then also well but you know going back the stage um further back to what's the priorities like what are the priorities right now what's going to make a difference yeah um because if you do the same things you did before you're going to get you're not going to get a different result are you so if you oh, want to you could do them with more gusto yeah you, yeah um yeah. which again is why are you doing it half-heartedly yeah why are you yeah. choosing to do this badly mm. because it's a choice yeah and it's horrible when you start looking at life as it's a choice i am choosing to react this way yeah Ouch. <laughs> um, you can't weasel out of taking personal responsibility once you get into your head this is a choice yeah. which choice do i want to make do i yeah. want to be a little bit brave today do mm. i want to be a little bit scared today and you will have days where being a little bit scared is absolutely the right way forward. Yeah. Because you're just not feeling it. But mm. the days when we're brave are the days when good stuff happens. Yeah. And one of the reasons why we stop doing the things that made us successful in the first place is because being brave is uncomfortable. Yes, it is which is why there's always 37 reasons not to yeah yeah um because ultimately yeah we're talking about being a little bit brave going and talking to people we've not met before picking up the phone sending mm. that email doing that social media post investing in x y or z yeah um but it might not work but i don't really have the money it's all down to bravery. Yeah, it is. And um, yeah, that that feel that feeling of being a bit uncomfortable. Um, I know when I look back at things where I was, you know, really uncomfortable, but I knew that I needed to go and do the thing, yeah. have that conversation, make the effort. Um, looking back now, it's like okay. Uh, now I'm getting used to doing these things and I don't it doesn't feel so bad now you know and it doesn't a really feel valid so point. yeah um particularly when people are kind of starting out with this stuff or really making an effort to change their behavior um it does feel horrid I remember oh, yeah. going through those stages of you know being incredibly nervous when it was my turn to talk in a networking mm. meeting yeah. um or doing those presentations but that's how you land the work yeah um there's no way out of it you know I, I regularly talk to people who had an amazing network of connections in their old kind of corporate job mm. decided to go self-employed start their business mm. and basically use that network of connections to get themselves started yeah or they got incredibly lucky very early on and picked up a big contract so they mm. never had to learn to sell 
never yeah. had to learn how to do the hustle. And then a few years later, yeah, that technique stops working. Because they've used up their contacts by then, haven't they? And the people they know. and Yeah, but yeah. because they haven't ever developed the hustle skills, mm. yeah, all that contract ends. And they've never, they, they don't really have a sales process. Mm. They don't have multiple marketing streams because they've not needed them. Yeah. And yeah suddenly they're left with i have quite a successful business but i uh, uh, mm, yeah and that's potentially the worst time because it's incredibly scary it is you know especially if they they can be like two three years in or more or more yeah or more i'm sure you see more yeah um yeah i mean it is because suddenly you realize that you haven't got whole range of skills that you you potentially potentially need i mean but you can you can learn them that's the oh absolutely yeah it's not easy it's not easy um and you know i've had moments when i've been shaking so much after a call with the adrenaline everything i have to go and have a little lie down on the floor you know (laughs) like it's that lie down on the floor before you fall over on the floor yeah it's quite grounding lying on the floor um yeah just uh yeah just to calm down um and when i had when we had the office um yeah i i'd amuse the staff by um lying on the floor sometimes <laughs> some of these calls are scary um yeah. partly because we make them scary in our own minds yeah ahead of time we turn yeah. them into something that they're not we yeah. convince ourselves that somebody doesn't like us yeah um we convince ourselves that we have to get the sale today yeah no you don't you just have to have permission to keep talking today it would be amazing if you got the sale today but if you don't that's not a no necessarily i mean it might be a no but it probably isn't unless they explicitly say clear off and never darken my door again yeah which they very rarely do we're glad to see yeah but it can be a no not now as opposed to a no not never Mm. and often when people don't say yes it's because you haven't dealt with their remaining doubts Mm. or they're not a good fit yeah or you didn't get it quite right um you haven't sold them what they want to buy Mm. quite um which you know we've talked about this before is the danger of doing individualized proposals for people is you have to get that spot on perfect yes and you're making assumptions about what is spot on perfect and then take it really badly because you put so much effort into it around why didn't you say yes yeah i didn't say yes because it wasn't right for me yeah um but that individualized approach makes it very difficult for us to have that conversation if we have packages that we can then potentially personalize it becomes a lot easier yeah oh yeah i'd like a bit of that brilliant you can have that that's not a problem at all Mm. um so if we're not putting together packages 
Why? Yeah. Because again, that's a choice that you are making. You may be making it for some really good reasons. In my experience, you're probably not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, and yeah, from my experience of that, you're making the the reasons I wasn't doing something was based on complete assumptions, like not the not the actual facts. Um, so yeah, like we assume it won't work. Yeah. Um, we assume that, no that in... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 We're back to the thirty-seven reasons not to. Yeah generally the reason why we haven't done it is because of our own fear Mm -hmm. our lack of knowledge of how to um and this is where somebody external giving you a kick up the backside and making you consider it can lead to really good stuff yeah um then you've got to pitch it in the right language and the number of people who get technical with a non-technical audience. Yes. You yeah. see a lot of that as well. Yeah, I see a lot of that. Because quite you know, usually the the buyers of a product, um, especially if it's like a quite a technical piece of software or a solution, the but the people that sign off on buying it aren't the people that actually use it. So they're not they don't generally want that technical language um you've got two uh, audiences one is the techie people in order to get them to agitate for we want to buy this yeah but once you're actually in the sales process please speak english yes in terms of business language as opposed to any other language yeah Um, before that gets misinterpreted um yeah it's it's working out who you're pitching it to who is your audience in that circumstance um and again that takes effort but when we're analyzing why something isn't working and let's face it we all hate doing that yeah (laughs) yeah we hate analyzing why something isn't working it's one of the reasons why small business owners don't set targets for themselves yeah. is because we don't want to feel like a failure indeed so if yeah. i don't have the target i haven't yeah. failed yeah that's so that's, common that's got to fit into 37 reasons why i'm yeah. not doing something Definitely. yes yeah. Yeah. um yeah. now if you're in survival mode or panic mode then that failure to set targets is a manifestation of that I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went from a business that was incredibly target driven. It had to be because we were performance managed by the government. Yeah. When we started Be Astute, I was not in a good place, having been through the trauma of my previous business falling over on me. Um, yeah. It took me nearly two years before I was able to set myself the most basic income target it i just wasn't in the right place it felt absolutely amazing when i could do that it's like i've set Uh that target and it's motivational 
as opposed to laboring me with fear yeah i'm back <laughs> yeah i um, do love that i think um with with goal setting that's something that uh, some people listening to us won't know that i was a professional horse rider before i became a pr and you know being a professional sports person you're forever setting yourself goals and targets and in general you don't re- you don't make them because they're quite stretching so you get quite good at failing and which is not, not you're not failing it's because you're not failing you could take it like that but actually you're getting a step closer each time you're getting and you're learning and you and but anal, um, analyzing becomes quite you know part of that absolutely but and, i still think it's healthier yeah. Yeah, the acronym SMART, specific, measurable, yes. achievable, yes. realistic, exactly. and time bound is yeah. an excellent yeah. format for writing targets. Yeah. Um, if you don't, if you can't look at your financial forecast, your sales forecast, um, the target that you're setting yourself at the beginning of the month, literally, I sit there at the beginning of the month and I stick my finger in the air and go, what seems reasonable based on what's in the pot? Um, because I, for me, it's important that we hit the target or ideally exceed the target. Yeah. There is a certain amount we need to make each month to cover all of our bills. After that, woohoo. Um, but so, yes, it's that it needs to be a st- challenge yeah but where i actually have to put some effort into this Mm. but at the same time yeah i don't want to sit there you know i am in control so why am i sitting there at the beginning of the month looking at this target going i'm never going to achieve it that's not motivational the point about running a business is to feel like a success yeah so yes you're back into Yes, we would ideally like that target to go up every month. Mm. But there will be times where that target has to go down, you know, because it might be December. And for a lot of businesses, we're off for half of December. Um, Our customers don't care about what we're doing in December. Um, And so, you know, some of that project income just doesn't come in. For other businesses, December is huge for them, yeah. but perhaps February is disastrous. Yeah. So partly it's about understanding and, and looking at what you've done in previous years yeah. and going, actually, I do have an up and down. Mm. So then we're setting targets based on that up and downness. Yeah. Um, yeah. If summer is quiet because nobody really cares about what you do in the summer, then push yourself in the winter to earn yourself that extra pot of money. Mm. Put it aside. Yeah. Chill. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just go, yeah. yay, the sun yeah. is shining. And yeah. either I'm going to work shorter days mm. or I'm going to invest time in doing something that's important but not urgent. Mm. Um, or... I think I might just have three day weeks over the summer and have a life because I can hustle as much as I like, but
but I know from previous experience it's going to make naff all different until the autumn. So, yeah, let's book a holiday. Let's have a life. Let's enjoy things. Um, yeah. And if you're not doing that, again, coming back to everything is a choice. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it? Yeah. I think um, that's the... That's a really good point because you can very easily get dragged into comparing your business and yourself with other people's businesses. But every, you know, every industry is different and people do have down times and up times. I mean, mine, mine you know, it, it's quite rare because it's it's fairly consistent over the over yeah. the year. There aren't really um, that many patterns, but a lot of my clients are, you know, they're not like that. Um and um, yeah, there's really, um, you know, it's really great when I see those clients say, oh, we're off for, you know, to go and do this thing for like a month. It's like, brilliant. They've built a business and they, they're going and they're enjoying. That's why we, that's why we're in business, isn't it? So we can enjoy, enjoy, well, a lot of us, if we can make enough money to Absolutely. And have a choice in life and enjoy our lives, you know. That's, Which uh, comes back to yeah. why are you doing this? <laughs> what yeah. are you trying to achieve? Yeah. Um, if you're not able to take time out of your business, that's a choice. Yeah. You know, reflect. Go walk the dog and reflect and think about why am I choosing to do this? You know, it's the people who go, I can't go on holiday without taking my laptop and my phone because I can't leave it. Why? Why? Yeah. Um, even if it's just you, yourself and you, mm -hmm. you can arrange for somebody to be covering your emails, answering the yeah. phone. Why yeah. aren't you doing that? Yeah. Is it because your profitability isn't there? So you can't afford for that. Well then mm. let's address the profitability. It doesn't help for this summer but it will help for next summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? What, you know, what are your 37 reasons not to? Yeah. And once you've identified those 37 reasons not to, what are you doing about it? Yeah. Um, some of them are really good reasons. Yeah. I've heard people go in the past, because I just don't want to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that you've finished kind of throwing a toddler tantrum, which we all do, let's yeah. face it. Um, I had a real menopausal um, attack with a shopping bag on Monday. <laughs> I love it because I know that I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Real rage against the shopping bag. For, uh, absolutely no reason whatsoever. Um, but I, I was even calling myself ridiculous while I did it um but once you finished with that I don't want to why why yeah. don't you want to do it what's really going on because mm. once we've worked out what's going on we can do something about that yeah, yeah. Um, and often we have those kind of things when we know that uh, this is something we have to do we need to do we almost want to do it but we don't want to do it because it's scaring us. Yes. Yeah. Why is it scaring you? Because once we understand why it's scaring us, we can do something. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, there was no scariness about the rage against the shopping bag, though. Um, that was just me being utterly ridiculous on the... It was offending me and in the way, and I was in a hurry. So I wasted a load of time having rage against the shopping bag. Just, yes, menopausal, not logic. Yeah, there we um, go. All the people who stereotypically make fun of menopausal women, you do it because, you know, there is evidence that we are there is. weird. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> weird stuff happens. Really weird stuff happens. <laughs> yes, I'm running late. I'm going to waste time arguing with a bag. Yeah. <laughs> because gross. it's offending me by being in the way, but I'm so busy, I can't just pick it up and move it. Uh, no, I'm going to yell, scream, and kick it instead. It feels so much better. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you know you get the days when I've done that. Um, things in my business, I <laughs> have a little rant, don't I, when we start? And yeah, that would be the thing around. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, we have to make fun of ourselves, really, don't we? We do. We do. Yeah. Um, we do. But there will always be thirty-seven reasons not to do something and when there are yeah there are probably things we know we should be doing yeah and if we're talking ourselves out of it then are you shooting yourself in the foot probably yeah that's a good yeah. place to end isn't it thank you so much for listening to our rages against bags um <laughs> and we'll speak to you all soon